Hey, Harmony, what do you have there? Well, it looks like a Frisbee. I've never seen anything like it, and it doesn't look like a Frisbee. It's round, flat, has grooves, a hole in the middle, and it has a sticker that says Elvis Double Trouble on it, and a bunch of songs listed. Who's Elvis? The only way to really prove that it's a Frisbee is to throw it. Mom's going to be really mad. Not only is her precious vase shattered, but the Elvis is totally destroyed. Harmony, I think I know what that Elvis thing was. I remember Dad talking about vinyl and records. Flat objects that when placed on machines that spun around with a needle, it actually played music. Isn't that weird? Also, that some of these objects are worth a lot of money. Do you think that Elvis thing was worth a lot of money? Let me Google this. Here we go. Let's call Vinyl Record Dude. He looks like some sort of flat object superhero. It says that he specializes in these things called records. He buys and sells them and has hundreds of thousands in stock and is always on the hunt for the ultimate collection. He's our guy. Go to www.vinylrecorddude.com. What was that again? www.vinylrecorddude.com. Thanks, Vinyl Record Dude. We may not be in double trouble after all. Thanks, Vinyl Record Dude. Hi, this is Jaden Scoville, host of Today's Healthy Kids. And this is our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 18-year-old Esmit and 15-year-old Domingo Sanchez-Gonzalez, both Hispanic. They went missing from their hometown of Lewisburg, North Carolina, August 8, 2008. Esmit is 5 foot tall, weighing 140 pounds, black hair and brown eyes. Domingo is 4 foot 4 inches tall and weighing 130 pounds. This appears to be a family abduction and may be in the company of their father and may have traveled to Mexico. Domingo has a scar on his left knee. If you know of Esme or Domingo's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Esme and Domingo, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. You will see Esme's picture progressed to 18 years and Domingo's picture age progressed to 14 years. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. Do you sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. You are listening to Paper Hope Street Team. Today, we are talking about superstitions. And before we do that, we just wanted to kind of introduce you who's in studio and recap you guys on our lives or half of our team because Yvonne's not here. But so I'm here, Erica. That's me. I'm always here. We have Tamara on mic today. Hello. 
And we got Joria. Hello. She was with us last week. And Joria's mama, Wendy. Hi. We've also had her on the show before, if you don't remember. Um, I don't remember what show it was. I think it's been a few, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I might not have been here. Whoops, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so she's been here a lot. Um, but it, we thought... Wendy's we, our secret weapon. Yeah. So that's when you know something fun is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Hmm. I guess I should start by saying what's been going on in my life really quickly. Um, I, <laughs> I'm still in college. I haven't dropped out yet. Uh-huh. Stop that. <laughs> you have two moms in the room now. You're in trouble. We can still ground I'm not you planning yet. on it. <laughs> um, I'm an intern now with um, a nonprofit organization on campus, mm-hmm. which is cool and fun. And it's exactly what I imagined it would be, except for more stressful. So that's interesting. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else is happening with my that's life. That's kind of a lot. That's a, I was going to say. Really? <laughs> I, oh, here's, here's something funny. I haven't gotten a chance to paint my nails in a month because I've been so busy. So I did, and they're pretty, and it's on Instagram if you want to look at it. <laughs> right on. I'll take a picture of it, too, and put it up for you guys because it's really momentous occasion right now. My nails are painted. For us ladies who are unkept because we're so busy, at that moment you either get to shave your legs or paint your nails or, like, God forbid, wash your face. It's momentous occasion. Absolutely. That has been this weekend. Hooray! Yay! Miss Oria. Oh, I'm going to put you on the spot, the lady. What I've been up to? What's up? What uh, happened this week, Jaria? Shh, shh. I'm getting there. I turned 18, guys. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> Thank you. That's momentous and, also. I'm going through my senior year, and that's tough. I don't like it. And I'm getting old. Get old! I, I found a gray hair yesterday and shaking my head over here is that like legit really you found a gray no. hair what okay you might be stressing out but what kind of cool birthday presents did you get <laughs> i got my new phone from my mommy and my uncle and then i got my awesome headphones from my mommy and my uncle <laughs> and then from my miss Tamara, she got me a longboard oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah keeping it real and a helmet that i could put stickers on <laughs> and, why and are, cake and, and, and lots of cake. cake lots of cake yeah i think she got four different I birthday cakes four different, four cakes. different birthday <laughs> oh cakes. my gosh four different birthday cakes and and like a thing of brownies like, she was so sugared up by the end of the day. It was hysterical. Speaking of sugared up, we're all very sugared up today. I oh, know. my God. It's unreal. We just came back from Starbucks. Woohoo! Oh, my God. Can't and Tamara, tell, tell, tell everybody why you gave Jaria the longboard. Because I can't handle the fact that she's getting older. It, like, hurts my heart so bad. So from here until forever, she'll get some kind of toy from me. Because I just refuse it. And she's okay with that. <laughs> That's my job as auntie. I get to buy <laughs> the most Tamara. obnoxious toys. Right. Auntie the ones Tamara. that make noise. <laughs> the one that you'll hate, Wendy. Sorry. That's okay, because I know where you live, and they will be returned. It's <laughs> amazing. What's up with you, Miss Winnie? Oh, lots of stuff. Um, work is busy. Celebrating my great kid's birthday was pretty awesome. Um, writing. I'm in the middle of writing a two books actually right now and working on a website so that's kept me very busy and then teaching has kept me very busy so I'm always moving and I never sleep 
That's very true. I want to remind our listeners that Winnie is a licensed family counselor. I just think that's so BA. (laughs) (laughs) I just do. (laughs) And then I'm a music teacher. How how weird. I think they're kind of synonymous. Don't they go hand in hand? They really do. They do. I I work with old people during the day, you know, and, and then I get to you know, work with young people at night. So it's really kind of cool. So they switch off. It's very cool. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. What about you, Tamara? And as for me, this is going to sound kind of funny because me and Wendy like to say this tongue in cheek and please don't take offense if any of you are all going through this as well, but we've been dealing with death. (laughs) We've been dealing with death. And um, I say that in an upbeat way because my grandmother passed away last week and she was 80 plus we don't keep track of age in my house so I apologize (laughs) I think she was 88 legitimately and uh, we were there with her when she passed and it was probably one of the most beautiful things I was ever able to witness so um, that's what I've been up to so yeah we've all been up to (laughs) lots of things lots of things keeping it happy nonetheless yeah and Um, we choose Erica I just want to make this a point Eric the reason why Tamara sounds so happy is because we choose to celebrate life yes as opposed to the loss of a loved one so yeah when someone passes away and they get to transcend into another realm we get very very excited it was wonderful it really was and she she was ready to go she had lost her love of her life my grandfather in 2009 and from that point on she really wanted to be with him. So it, it, it just, things happened this way, and it was beautiful. I was very, very blessed to be by her side. That's awesome. Well, I know. kind of on the topic, I suppose, talking about all that stuff. Like I said, we're talking about superstitions today, and we're kind of encompassing a few different things in superstitions. We're going to talk about superstitions, phobias, rituals, OCD, how they're all kind of the same And the reason we say that is because I think too often we confuse all these Mm -hmm. things for superstitions. Um, I told a story to everyone, (laughs) which I don't know if I want to share. No, tell us! (laughs) (laughs) Tell us, tell us. This is so embarrassing. (laughs) Come on, Miss Even better. Spell it. I was like Lindsay's age, so I was what, like? Seven. Seven. Six, seven. I, Mm -hmm. I was probably around eight at the time. Um... My mom was planning my older sister's baby shower. Um, She had just moved in with us again. There was, like, craziness going on in my household. And so, you know, this is... (laughs) (laughs) You know it's good. You know it's good. Okay. When you're about eight years old, your underwear come in, like, a package of 20. The industrial size package, and they're all like, they have piggies on them, and they have ballerinas on them, and they're all pink and cutesy and frilly and whatever. So... I don't know why, Fruit of the Loom, you idiots, decided to put a blue (laughs) pair of underwear in this package of pink ones. Just this random, plain blue pair. And I was so bugged by it when I was eight that I decided I was boycotting blue underwear. (laughs) And I would not wear them. So I left them in the plastic package in the bottom of my drawer. Like, I piled all my socks and, like, my winter leggings over it. So my mom's planning baby showers. She's got my older sister and la la. So she's like super busy. And I'm like, mom, I have no underwear. And my mom's like, I'm sure there's some in your drawer. I know there's some. I would not do laundry. Like, I know you have some left. And I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. So my mom's going through my drawer. And she's like, you have these ones. And I was like, oh. (laughs) Like, I was seriously considering not wearing underwear because I didn't want to wear them so bad. (laughs) Don't. That's not a good idea. But... 
So, of course, I did wear them. I took a shower that night. I put them on. I was reluctantly like, oh. So I went to bed. <laughs> Happened to wake up the next morning. And the date was September 11th, 2001. Oh. Yeah. So I convinced myself that the reason the Twin Towers went down when I was eight years old is because I wore blue underwear. It so happens, right, Wendy? <laughs> oh, absolutely it does. It, it does. And it doesn't happen to just little ones. It happens in it, it adults, happens to too. adults, too. Absolutely. Yeah. We create all kinds of phobias for ourselves. And, and it doesn't have to do with age. I think it's more understandable when it's a little one um, than it is, when, it is when, when we're older. And it's a lot easier for us to talk about when you're smaller, because I don't think we expect that much from you, but we expect so much from ourselves as adults. Yeah, and it was crazy. I From that point on, for like years, I would never wear blue underwear, <laughs> and they stayed in my drawer. I'm surprised I didn't throw them away or burn them or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Those are evil. And I never told I'm like standing there crying, and my mom's like, don't worry. It's going to be okay. She thought I was crying about the Twin Towers. I was crying because I was wearing blue underwear. But <laughs> and that you thought you were the cause <laughs> yeah, of it. You. I thought that I, they were like bad luck, so I refused to wear them from that point on. It was just really funny. So, yeah, that's our intro to... Uh, Superstitions, <laughs> phobias, phobias, OCD. So when we come back from the break, we're going to delineate the differences there. But for now, let's take a break. I'm Erica. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. opinions fresh opinions right here on voice america kids if a rash develops while listening do not discontinue use you're listening to voice america kids have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings of the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. You're listening to Paper Hope Street Team, and today we're talking about superstition. Um, (laughs) We're also kind of encompassing everything that has to do with superstition and things that can be confused with superstitions, like phobias, rituals, OCD, all that good stuff. So first we kind of want to talk about what are the differences in them. And I told, <laughs> I told my blue underwear story. That so was a phobia. Me. That was a phobia. Um, so what's a superstition? Superstition. By definition or some common ones? What are some common ones that you may or may not partake in? Um, we've got like breaking a mirror. Walking under a ladder. Spilling salt. 
umbrellas in the house. Ah. Uh, um, what about Lucky Rabbit's foot? Absolutely. Step Horses. on a crack. Oh, <laughs> step, on a, back. step on a crack. Yeah, horseshoes are lucky, yeah. Um, crossing the path of a black cat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk I, about the black cats. Let's talk for a about minute. the black kitties for a minute. We are, as you probably noticed, we're talking about all kinds <clears> of <throat> things that are like Halloweenish in nature. And as we get closer to the holiday, I just it's been coming to my attention that cats are in danger right now this time of year, and especially the little black kitties. So everyone, if you have kitty cats, just make sure that you're keeping tabs on them especially as we get closer to the Halloween holiday. Try and keep them inside. Yeah, especially on Halloween night. There's some very mean people that do very mean things to black cats. Yep. And cats in general. general. Yeah. And and we actually in Phoenix have some of that cat napping going on even prior to the holiday. Mm -hmm. So, and that's just my public service announcement. I love the kitty cats. Keep them inside. Keep your kitty safe. But anyways. What are other superstitions? Um, like sports people. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I polled my boyfriend on this one because he's like an all-around athlete. And um, I actually did stats for baseball in high school, so I've witnessed this. I've smelled this. <laughs> you smelled this. <laughs> I was going to say, smell, you smelled so it. When, when you win in baseball, there's a couple, you know, like... I don't know if you notice if you're not a big baseball person, but there's like home and away uniforms and there's like different combinations. You know, you can wear different color pants with different color jerseys. So if you win, you don't change your uniform. You don't change the color scheme. You don't wash them. Like you take it off, but you put it back on the same way right before your next game. Uh, Even if your pants are covered in dirt um, or in grass and whatever, um, they still do that. They don't wash their socks. And like I said, I've smelled this. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> a smelly superstition because they they believe that if you wash it then you're washing away the good luck you're washing away the and good your luck wins, your winning streak and especially if you're on a winning streak this can become a kind of Gross. bad habit <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, a smelly habit yeah it's same goes in football you don't wash your jersey if you win um but they wash other things thank goodness because football is <laughs> especially smelly um Or like, again, back to baseball, Um, Kayla was talking about how you don't step on the chalk line. You're Mm. supposed to jump over it because you don't want to. Oops. Yeah. You don't do that. Um, Is there any other realm that has like its own silly superstitions? Recording studios. I was going to say actors and musicians, right? And performers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Winnie, spill it because you have a history of performing that I know of and well, okay, when you're performing in a play, you never say good luck. You always say break a leg mm-hmm. so that you don't break a leg. Um, and if you um, say William Shakespeare in a theater, when you're not doing Shakespeare, it's a bad thing. It's a very Whoa. bad superstition. Um, <laughs> it's all kinds of weird things. Um, if you don't warm up properly, um, bad things are supposed to happen to you. Um, I worked in one theater one time, and that... Their sound, light, and tech, their whole tech crew had to put all the equipment on at the same way every night. So if the light board went on first and then the sound board went on second and then something went on third, if they went out of the order, the whole night was messed up. They Just do. turning it on? They had to turn it. I've never seen anything <laughs> like this. Like the whole tech crew was involved. If the, if the lights went on first and then the sound went on second and then this machine went on third and it worked like a machine. It was it was like 
a machine every night. One, two, three. They would count it off. And everyone's on board with this behavior. Everybody was on board with that behavior. I, I've seen that in the theater with actors and mm-hmm. singers and dancers and stuff. We all mm-hmm. have crazy yeah. little idiosyncrasies mm-hmm. that are kind of weird. And warm-ups, specific uh-huh. warm-ups before you start to sing or, mm-hmm. you know. Or belief like dancers. I grew up dancing. Dancers have a weird belief about rehearsal. And, you know, if you have a bad dress rehearsal, you have a good performance. That's that's always true. That's what they say. It's just a weird thing. But I, I've been involved in so many bad dress rehearsals and the opening night was great. I was going to say. Me too. <laughs> you and I have actually been on stage together, together. for with one. That's right. And it was, yeah. And our it, it was a night, our dress rehearsal was a nightmare. A nightmare. And nightmare. then beautiful show. Yeah. So weird superstitions in like with musicians and actors and sports and athletes. So there's all these different realms, but then there's like general ones like we were talking about. And I think it's funny when some people, there's like a question like, are you superstitious? And I think when people (laughs) ask that question, they're like trying to ask about like the whole, like if you spill salt, are you going to throw it over your shoulder? Or like, are you going to freak out if a black cat crosses your path? Who in this room throws salt over your shoulder? I do. I don't even know why. I forget. <laughs> My mother used to tell me that it was so you didn't get in an argument. If you spilt the salt, you were destined for an argument. Oh, I just thought of one. My The superstition in my house, my mom's best friends from Canada actually integrated into our home because we have dinner with them so often. Um, when you're doing a toast, I believe this is also oh. table manners, but if you don't make eye contact when you clink your glasses, you're supposed to have bad luck. Um, I've heard this and one they, as well. They are very strict about it. In like when you have when we have the dinner, toast. they'll redo it. Like we will all reclink glasses if <laughs> one person doesn't. There's a lot of us at the table, so that's time consuming. <laughs> <laughs> that is time consuming. I I mean I can speak to one my husband. I was questioning him last night because he's kind of weird about the number thirteen. And I was like, Christopher, you know, tell me what's up with the number 13. And, and he's I'm like, you won't park in the, the spot that says 13. You refuse to take a hotel room if it's on floor 13 or if the number 13 is in it. And he's like, oh, I'm not superstitious. And I'm like, that's very superstitious behavior. And he said, well, I just have to be in the mood for that number. And I'm like, what are you talking about in the mood for that number? It's just a number. It's just a number. If you are superstitious, then you don't prefer that number because it symbolizes bad luck. I, I, to your point, Erica, like, yeah. are you superstitious? That's. I think it's a funny question. But sometimes when we're asking someone if they're superstitious, we think it's like, do you believe in those particular things? And mm-hmm. so everyone's question's like, or answer is like, no, I'm not superstitious. Like, no, <laughs> just I'm like going to freak out about it. But then, but then you won't. Then it's behaviors. You, yeah, and then you ask, like, or you notice, like, <laughs> they're like, well, I'm just going to throw the salt over my shoulder just in case. <laughs> so next time, let's do an experiment. So next time you're at the table with someone and the salt's just, like, innocently sitting there, knock it over. Spill it. Spill it and see who Spill picks it, it up and throws it. it over their shoulder. And see who's first to pick up the remnants and throw it over their shoulder. <laughs> I'm doing it tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> there, well, it, according to your number thirteen, a story about your thirteen, um, Jerry and I went to San Jose, California, to the Winchester Mansion, mm-hmm. and um, Mrs. Winchester, who lived in that house, built her house seven stories, seven stories, because a psychic told her that um, she was the heir to the Winchester rifle fortune. Uh, uh, so a psychic told her that the spirits were all angry. All the spirits that were killed with her gun, the guns were angry. Oh, dear. And that if she built a home for all of those spirits, 
then the spirits would stop haunting her and bad things would stop happening in her life. And for, I think, something like 40-something years every day, she would write plans for the, the house has no rhyme or reason. It's amazing to go into, but she built that home for, I think, 36 years. Wow. Every day, nonstop, she because she believed it. And she was addicted to the number 13. So Aww. in that case, is that a superstition or a phobia or is that? I think that was a little of both. A yeah. little blend. She was a little OCD. A little, right? That's a little paranoid. Of OCD. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was a big OCD person when I was little. Um, I actually thought it was because like, I thought um, that my OCD was because of something legitimate, like something I was like seriously believing something bad would happen. And then I learned it was like just straight up like anxiety and paranoia mm-hmm. that I had mm-hmm. that I had OCD. But that's in a whole nother story. <laughs> I think all these things are like really blended. Yes. Yeah. And so that's probably why we confuse them too much, so much mm-hmm. too, because they're all very similar and they can all be a little bit of everything. And you can have one more, you can have several as opposed to just having one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take a break. I'm Erica. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. You're listening to Paper Hope Street Team, and today we're talking about superstitions. And um, <laughs> I say that ghostly because it like kind of that's sort of our theme Halloween. for October. Um, we're talking about superstitions, phobias, rituals, OCD, all that in the same realm. Because we, as we were just talking about before the break, we confuse those things a lot, and we don't really delineate between them because. Oh, God, that's right. I know we're all, like, so creeping bad. ourselves out. <laughs> we're telling ghost stories in here. I love Halloween. Oh, this scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm faint apart, guys. Um, so, anyways, um, ghostly truck at the window. Anyways, we're talking about the scary stuff. Uh, phobias, rituals, OCD, 
all that stuff. And because we confuse it all the time because um, we don't really delineate the yeah. differences. So if you're still with us from my blue underwear story, <laughs> you can rewind <laughs> if you want to hear that. Um, Which is wonderful. That is definitely, that, that was like a phobia of mine when I was probably like eight years old was wearing blue underwear because I convinced myself that they were bad luck, that they would, bad things would happen if I wore them. Um, what was the other thing we were just talking about? We were talking about how they intermingle. Yeah. How some of them, sometimes it's very hard to distinguish with ones we have. Oh, and how they can cross. How they, right, because the lines blur. Sometimes they blur into another one. Yeah. Right. And we were just talking about, um, most commonly, I think, the superstitions and phobias kind of like go hand in hand. Um, Who has phobias? I think everyone has a We're all raising our hands. I think we all, I do. (laughs) I was like, wait, your hands aren't going up. (laughs) Oh, no. I have a huge, huge, and I love, I love traveling. Huge fear of flying. Really? Huge. I never knew that about huge, you. Huge, humongous, like Jagunda fear of flying. I don't have a whole lot of phobias, but I do have that one. Mine's worse. And, <laughs> and I, I passed it on to my poor child. But um, And we travel. I have a heart attack. Yeah, she just, she holds my hand, squeezes it. And well, really? Planes are scary. I'll admit I'm scared, but I don't, I don't think I've ever, like, been prevented, prevented. from going. I have almost she, been. She won't yeah. let me not go. I have almost, and right. I, I won't, because I, I have strong belief system and faith, um, I know that I will be fine. It's just that whole theory of going up into the air. I don't get it. It seems unnatural. It seems very unnatural. And so I just, I think about it and I get too heady and, and mm-hmm. I, I, there's all kinds of little people in my head talking and, and, you know, and that's really not good for a counselor, but, <laughs> you know, but I, you know, I, I, I have to like have my own little counseling session. Wendy, now you know that, you know, that this plane's so much safer and, you know, it's, it, I talk to myself the whole flight Wow. and I've been to Europe. I've been all over. You travel a lot. I that's travel, why I do. I travel kind of... a lot. So, you know, and I refuse to let my child not travel for, right. or, you know, you have to overcome your fears. So that's how you're going past your phobia. Absolutely. Tamara, you mentioned you have a phobia. I have a phobia that it still affects me to this day, and that's crossing bridges. And I didn't really realize I had it until I was living in California as a young woman on my own. And I was... I was driving over like um I don't know one of a freeway off ramp or an on ramp mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I like started sweating and like breathing heavily and I was like oh my god I have to get off this bridge and then it like exacerbated when I was in um, San Francisco and I was going over the Golden Gate Bridge and I was just white knuckled across that beautiful bridge and I'm like what is my problem I really felt like I was going to fall off of it and if you've ever been on that bridge it's ginormous there's no falling off that bridge and heaven forbid I thought I would just like coil my fear and go across the Oakland Bridge on the way back and if you've crossed that bridge you know that was a bad idea (laughs) (laughs) so so have you ever crossed, like, you know, in southern Arizona, if you've ever been down there, they have a lot of the bridges over the old creek beds and stuff. They're one lane, and they still... Yeah. Freaky. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. yeah, and when I was in London, too, a lot of really old, narrow bridges that, you know, I'm in a car the size of a roller skate driving on the opposite side of the car that, you know, is familiar to me, and I, panic, just yeah. panic ensues. Yeah. Very impeding, this behavior. So... 
Speaking of impeding, so we've kind of touched on this with the whole fear of flying thing with Wendy, but what do you do when your phobias or your superstitions or your OCD, for me, starts impeding your actual living your life? How do you fix that? I can speak to that with the bridges. I just white knuckle that and drive right over it because it's compl- in my mind, it's completely irrational. So I am not going to fall off that bridge and my brain knows it, but for some reason my body's having a reaction to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's more than just a normal fear of like, oh, I'm on a bridge. No, or like I get crazy. I get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called facing your fears. Yeah. You face your fears and you know, the mind is such an incredible tool. An incredible, incredible tool. So a lot of people overcome their fears by facing them. Mm-hmm. And then you go, oh. Isn't there? I could do that. <laughs> if I could do it once, I could do it twice. I, I can't even speak to that like with snakes because I'm horribly afraid Perfect. of them. It's another phobia. And every time I have the opportunity to hold one or touch one, I will. But I mean, I cry. Like I legit start okay, crying. My sister, <laughs> they scare me so badly. My younger sister has a terrible, terrible fear of spiders. To the point where, like, little tiny ones, she will scream. She And I'm like, Sam, it's a good bug. Like, they're eating the bad bugs. They're I eating the bad them ones. alive. Like, but one time there was a daddy long legs in our bathroom in the middle of the night. My sister screamed, <laughs> woke everyone in the house up, ran, sprinted to my dad's door, started pounding on it. And my dad wakes up, like, with a bat in his hand, <laughs> ready to like, <laughs> defend our house. And she's like... There's a spider in the bathroom. Can you please kill it? I can't go back to sleep unless it's dead. And he was like, are you joking? So he did, of course. But she's so scared. So my dad happens to live in southern Arizona, like in the middle of nowhere, literally. Like Where there between are lots a bush of spiders. and a rock. Yeah. So there are lots of tarantulas. <gasps> my dad and stepmom love tarantulas to the point where if we're driving down the street in the middle of the night, and there's one in the headlights, they will stop and pick it up and play with it for like a half hour. I really do. Yes. So they made, after a couple of stops, my sister, no, I'm waiting in the car, finally coaxed her out of the car, like, look, it's not doing anything bad. You're just not provoking. You're not making you feel in danger. And they're actually really cool. They are very cool. But you know, just so everyone knows, they do jump. Yeah. Have you ever seen them jump? (laughs) Yeah. It's a frightening sight. I've seen an angry one jump when I was camping. That was not fun. We get them at my parents' house. And in my youth, I used to hike out in like out by Bumblebee in Cleeter, Arizona, and down into the mine shafts, which I don't recommend because there are critters like snakes and tarantulas, and they jump when they get upset. When you surprise them. Yeah. But so they finally made my sister hold a tarantula. She was sobbing. But (laughs) after the fact, she kind of got over it. And so now she'll hold them every once in a while. Cool. Good for her. Yeah. So she sees she's facing her fears. Exactly. And isn't that a kind of therapy, actually, that will like, make absolutely. you watch videos of mm-hmm. like spiders, like documentaries and absolutely. stuff? Absolutely. Huh. Absolutely. What about it's you? Just, yeah, Jaria has. I me. was going to say, I see you squirming. What's well, your phobia, Jaria? <laughs> <laughs> Aside from airplanes. Grasshoppers. Really? <laughs> Right on. <laughs> the best thing about her is that she's this brave thing. You know, if anything else is in the house, I can, Jaria! <laughs> I'm the mom. I can take care of all the other things. But if there's a little something ever in my house, you know, it's Jaria! And she'll get it and move it or, you know, put it outside. But man, oh man. Grasshopper. Tell them that, um, what happens when we have to get home at night? Uh, What's our ritual? Um, well... There's usually grasshoppers by our front door, and there's a bright light, and they're attracted by the bright light, and so 
my mom has to go open the door and I stand as far away as possible. And then when she opens the door, she moves out of the way and I run into the house That's and awesome. jump over the grasshoppers. That's awesome. My, so they don't touch me. My boyfriend, uh, athlete out in the grass all the time, he is terrified of ladybugs. Oh. <laughs> and, and Taylor's like six foot He's five six hundred. Foot five. Yeah. yeah. It, yep. And he's scared of ladybugs? Terrified. I'm sorry, Kaylor. I'm throwing you under the bus like crazy. Lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's cute. He is so terrified that his teammates will like pick him up and like put him on him. And his coaches have been like, Kaylor, Kaylor, why, why, why are you freaking out? He's like in the middle of practice, and he all of a sudden, so the quarterback like jumps and screams and <gasps> runs across the field, and they're like, oh, it was a ladybug. <laughs> he landed on him. <laughs> I think that's, that's really, aw- I mean, like, it, it's terrible and awesome because I don't know, talking about like phobias, I think we all have them. Absolutely. They don't necessarily make sense no, for any reason at all, but I, I, I appreciate that story a lot. <laughs> awesome. Even six foot five, Kaylor has a phobia. That's so, a little silly. Yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> well, let's take a break. I'm Erica. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. You are listening to Paper Hope Street Team. And today we are talking about superstitions. I think there's a song that we wanted to play for you. Sing it, Wendy, because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I, might hurt, great, I might hurt you people. You have to sing it with me. It's a great Stevie Wonder song, and it's called Very Superstitious, and it goes, Very superstitious, writings on the wall. I'm lip syncing. <laughs> Our listeners and are one Tamara and I's favorite part is it goes like this. If you believe in things that you don't understand, 
then you suffer. Superstition is the way. Oh, so. yes. Yay, Yay Winnie. So, yes. Um, <laughs> if you if you believe things that you just don't understand or you do things you don't understand, like OCD <laughs> or rituals, then you then, suffer. Then, you suffer. <laughs> then it all falls under the realm of superstitions, especially in this show's case. So we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about uh, rituals a little bit. Um, what what I I mean what is something common that I guess we can well, put out there? There are a lot of rituals in like spiritual beliefs or like in like my husband is Catholic for instance and so it's a ritual to cross yourself or to oh. to kneel and pray. Yeah, we call it the stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. Yay, God. That's our that's the ritual because I didn't grow up Catholic. So when I go to church with him, I'm like, I like this. It's a little bit like cow aesthetics. It's like, it's like <laughs> athletic. You're it's like athletic up and down. Religion. So I, when I think of rituals, I think that we can see them in um, like faith and in religion. Native uh, Americans have them in their oh in wonderful their yeah symbols and they're dancing and um, oh, African yeah. tribes have it in their rituals where they they dance before you know they do things. Uh, Native Americans dance for rain. Those are rituals. Oh, those okay. Are all kinds so of yeah, things. a lot of people here in Arizona are aware of those, especially yeah. with mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. reservations. I, would you consider like, I don't know, marriage? There are certain things like at a wedding that Absolutely. are ritualistic. Oh, mm-hmm. or birthdays. Yeah, I've Absolutely. been to separate um, a couple of different kinds of weddings, like very Christian, like church oriented weddings, and then very like, like my dad's for instance. They tried to keep it like quote-unquote nonpartisan for all the different spiritualities within my family mm-hmm. also because it was like uh their second time or third time being married so they were like not super into like like making a big deal out of it again so we did it outside under a big tree and it was really cool um but yeah i have noticed the differences there's, there's some rituals. differences in the what things they say or like the mm-hmm. like traditional like traditional vows versus rituals mm-hmm. what other rituals i mean i'm kind of well, um, Do you guys have any that you follow in your house? At home? Oh, okay. Well, we are, it's a ritual in our house on Christmas Eve to open our presents. It's Us just too. A family. Yeah. So we open them at, at 12.01. Oh. Really? And it's at 12.01. It can't be... 12 o'clock we it can't do it be 1203 it's like it's like new year's we count it down 1201 why and then the ripping begins and then we go nuts <laughs> mom if you're listening why do i always have to wait till the morning I don't why know. it's your ritual it's your witch ritual that's, that's what mommy does but actually <laughs> i convinced my mom <laughs> i convinced her um we always have family over or we go to a family's house so our whole family brings each kid or a you know, I still count myself as a kid, so I get to bring one present. And we all open one present on Christmas Eve to, like, kind of... Appetizer. Satisfy <laughs> the need <laughs> to rip <laughs> things open. <laughs> so, oh, that's, that's ritual. Awesome. Different holidays. religions do. You know, Jewish people celebrate bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. I love them. Or, you know, and, and Hispanic people, the quince- Mexicans do quinceañeras. Um, Does baptism count? I would think that's, that's definitely a ritual, a ritual that's a within ritual, of course, religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are, the, you know, traditions can be called rituals, you know, in, in, oh, okay. in a lot of people's lives. Um, so there's lots of them, and I think a lot of them are cultural. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I think a lot of them are spiritual and religious. Um, and I think it's whatever makes your family. Dree and I love to celebrate Kwanzaa. It's lovely. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful holiday. I'm sure there's food involved. So <laughs> 
It's you know what it is. It's it's seven <laughs> wonderful days that celebrate the harvest. People think it's I African it. Christmas, but it's not. It's I actually it. it celebrates harvest. Anybody and so can celebrate. everybody anybody can celebrate it. I'm, so a, I'm adopting can, it. There's you, food it, involved. It's, it's it's the seventh day is the feast. It's phenomenal. let's do it. My we're in it. My <laughs> sister and I made up a holiday that we tried to get my mom to celebrate called Christmas Hana Kwanzaa. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Yes. So seven days up until Christmas, right. we open one present. Christmas Eve, we open one present. <laughs> and then Christmas morning, we open what's left. Normally, there's nothing left, but it's a new ritual. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. We so would much. like incorporate all the different things in my house, so it was fun. And I think on the topic of rituals, they bring comfort and joy and peace to families. So opposite of that, where rituals are good and awesome, but if if we're talking about like. When we're delineating rituals from things like OCD or if you have like a phobia or a superstition or something like that, those can really start to impede your life and become debilitating. And if they do, um, you should really seek help for that because you don't want things to hold you back. You want them to, you know, like yeah. a ritual, like make you happy, make you feel comforted. And you empowered. Don't want them to. Yeah. What if, I mean, I put it in perspective. I mean, like we're, we've been kind of like laughing because like I think my phobia of driving over bridges is really funny, but... What if it actually stopped me from traveling or it actually stopped me from crossing? Like I come up to a bridge and then I turn around and I can't cross it. That would be horribly life impeding. You'd be stuck there. I would be stuck there. <laughs> then you it's would... time for some professional help. Absolutely. <laughs> That's when you call in the big guns. So, Anytime that you have that, anything that debilitates or stops you from doing your daily day-to-day functions, it's, it's time to call in some, some help, whether it be your parent um, a professional, um, clergy, um, it could be anybody, your best friend, someone you trust, though. someone you, Oh, definitely. You someone trust. you have to trust. Cause I, I, we were talking about this earlier, but if like, say your friend or something brings something to you and says, you know, I'm, I'm really afraid of wearing blue underwear. I am <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. If and, you guys are wondering, but, I, I'm open to all colors. <laughs> She's just a rainbow of underwear now. I know, and I say that laughingly, but this is exactly what I don't want you to do. Like, don't don't look at your friend and like, well, I guess maybe you laugh a little bit, but then embrace them and like <laughs> make sure they know that they can trust you. And same thing with those who are going to be sharing their phobia or sharing their superstition. Like, you know, make sure it's with somebody that you trust and has your best interest at heart because we realize a lot of these are really personal. Like, yeah, they're very personal, as Erica has explained. It's pretty personal. Well, your poor boyfriend is afraid of, of ladybugs. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he has all these big people sitting there making fun of him, putting ladybugs on him. Poor thing. That's not very, to, to all his teammates, that's not very supportive. I'm no, it's you. not. They should put him in a cage. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, he needs to be in a bubble. <laughs> it's not, but unfortunately, it's not impeding his ability to play football. Thank <laughs> About um, <laughs> yeah so don't let them debilitate you if you need to you know seek uh help from a therapist your school counselor teachers spiritual leaders shout out to yvonne that's always her advice I and we know. thought we would pull her we in because she can't be her represent yeah. um family or your trusted friends because you really don't want something that makes you feel vulnerable falling into the hands of someone who might not have your best interest in mind. Exactly. So can you think of like on this topic, can you, Wendy's pointing this question to you, can you think of like a phobia and um, maybe an OCD behavior or something that you've seen in your practice that like really impedes other than like this bridge thing? 
Well, there are. <laughs> well, there's a fear of flying. Um, some people have fear of cars. Um, Agoraphobia, like uh, outdoors. Right, outdoors. Um, there, my mom had a huge, as a huge fear of driving up hills. Mm. And it's because she can't see what's on the other side when she's driving. And and actually to the point when one day we were going on a family trip, she stopped the car. She couldn't drive. Aww. It just made her froze. It, she just froze. Um, when those things happen, you definitely need to, to call in the big guns and, yeah. and get some help immediately. I like that. And any any last thoughts on superstition? Yeah, because we have a really cool Can we just sing the song in? Very superstitious. Sorry. (laughs) I do have something really exciting to announce. My uh, littlest one, Lindsay, who you've probably heard in the background on our show. She also produces. She produces. And now she's going to be um, a show host on the show Bookworm. And we're so excited. Yay! Yay. Bookworm plays um, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Is that right? And 6 p.m. And 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, and we're really, really excited about it because she's her little seven year old little voice is going to be reading stories to you and talking about books and having other people come on the show and talk about books that they like, too, because I'm a crazy, crazy reader. <laughs> and so is she. It's awesome. We like books. So, well, this show was produced by Kid Star on the Voice America Kids Network. And. That's it. We love you guys. Have a great day. And enjoy your week. Be superstitious. superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We continue to cry for help, and all you can do is laugh? Love it. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now. Bye for now.